Do you wish business finance could be easier? As an entrepreneur, do you pay yourself yet? Or do you feel too guilty to do so? Do you want to know what is the best way to manage your cash flow? I cannot wait to talk business finance with my special guest, Michelle Brown. So listen in if you want some mindset tip and practical step to make business finance easier. Hi, I'm Reina, Christian Money Mindset and Fun Money Habit Coach, and welcome to the Fun Money Habit Podcast. You will not be able to steward money wisely, earn without fear, and go to the next level financially if you believe that money is evil and being wealthy is bad. Let's talk about money from a biblical perspective and learn what the Bible says about it so you can reach your personal finance goal while keeping your heart on Jesus. If you are a Christian female entrepreneur who wants to seek God's first, earn more without fear, leave that tree, build up your saving and make an impact, you are in the right place. It's time to uncover the limiting belief and the self-sabotaging habit that are keeping you stuck financially and let God heal your relationship with money. So grab your Bible, a pen and paper, and let's do this. In today's episode, you will learn how to simplify your business finance with new money mindset and easy practical step. And we will cover two important points. First, we will cover how you can pay yourself without fear or guilt, then how to allocate your revenue. Today you're in for a treat because my guest is Michelle Brown, EA, host of the new podcast, Bookkeeping with a Purpose. She's an entrepreneur, enrolled agent, wife, mother, and believer in Christ Jesus. She loved all things, Jesus, business, and church finance. Michelle owns two businesses with a combined annual revenue of over 500,000 and she has zero business and personal debt outside of her own mortgage. She's best known for church finance and clergy taxes and she has a special gift for you, an amazing freebie called six-step process for doing business God's way. I can't wait for you to learn more about it. Hi, Michelle, and welcome. Hello, Coach Raina. I am so happy to be here. Thank you very, very much. So let's start with our first question today. How can you pay yourself without fear or guilt as an entrepreneur? Well, this one is really has a personal aspect to me because I, my business was open for the first solid year. I didn't take any money out of the business. Um, when I opened the bookkeeping and tax firm, I wanted I spent the whole first entire year, every penny I made, I reinvested back into the business to purchase software, office equipment, uh, insurance, any office supplies I would need, uh, continuing education. So when it came time to take my first draw, I actually honestly felt guilty. And I felt so guilty that I posted in a Facebook group, is it okay that I take money from my business? And they were like, seriously, are you kidding me? This is why you're in business to make money. Okay. Um, so I, that was... That was hard for me. And then I began to realize that God gave me a dream 
and a passion and he gave me skills to earn an income. And just as the Bible says, a worker is worthy of his wages. I was worthy of my wages to take pay. You know, that's how he had set it up and created it. So it was, it was, it was very eye opening. And now it sounds funny to think I felt guilty taking a paycheck and it wasn't even like a huge pay. I took just like a couple hundred dollars for something just to say that I took a draw. Um, but I felt guilty. So it's, it's that mindset that we have to, um, we've got to get that renewed and we've got to get that fixed because so many, especially females, female entrepreneurs, they, they have money issues. Let's just be honest. We've got money issues. We either think that we're not worthy of the money that we make, or if we make money, we need to spend it all on our family and none of, none on ourselves. We have to use it to pay the bills or we've got to buy the kids something or our, you know, our husband something. Um, how dare us go buy us. I remember the first gift I bought, it was three years after I had already been in business made it through my third tax season. And I decided I wanted a new leather purse. I'd never had a leather purse. And I found it online on sale for $187. I sought and just, it was pitiful. I remember standing in the garage talking to my husband. I'm like, is it okay? Am I a bad person if I want to buy myself a purse? <laughs> and he looked at me like, seriously, babe, <laughs> you work your booty off to make this money. It is okay. The bills are paid. Um, there's nothing that we need. He said, spend the money on yourself. So this girl went and bought her a leather purse for $187. And I refuse to feel guilty about it. <laughs> um, Satan, anytime that you're doing something good, that you're making progress, that you're fulfilling and living out the call God has on your life, Satan is going to do whatever he can to try to throw those seeds of doubt and guilt and unbelief into your mind and it's you we've just got to stop letting him do that and we do allow it to happen you know absolutely i help my clients get through those limiting belief and help them create the right habits which is what we're going to be talking about next on how they can pay themselves even when they start just to kind of give them a little ideas of what it will be like we work very hard at what we do. God has given us a talent to do that. And in exchange, we need to take care of our family. That's something that he's been asking us to do. And he say in 1 Timothy 5, 7, 8, give this instruction to the church so that no one will be open to criticism. And now that Jesus is risen, we are the church. And it says, but those who won't care for their relative especially those in their own household, have denied the true faith. Such people are worse than unbelievers. So what I'm trying to say here as an illustration is that when you don't pay yourself from your business, you can't take care of your personal finance. Some of you cannot take care of your day-to-day -day living expenses because you're too scared of taking money, but you haven't started a business to either go back to a nine to five type of things or to not pay yourself at all. Absolutely. You are just causing yourself more stress because you don't want to take any money from your business. And yes, I agree with uh, Michelle that at the beginning, there may be more money going into reinvesting in the business because we want to make it grow. Right. 
but we need to learn the habit of paying ourselves so that when we start taking bigger amounts out, it doesn't feel as bad because we already started from the beginning. And when you talk about worth, God just said, you can be paid for the hard work that you're doing. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. So please, if you have one thing that you need to remember from today, it's nothing wrong for you taking money out of your business account. When you took care of your expenses, you're not getting into debt for doing that. So that's also something I don't want you to do because God doesn't want us to be in debt if we can avoid it in any way. So learn to do that wisely. And this is what we're going to be talking next. Michelle, how do we allocate the revenue with practical steps? All right. So one of the things that I am the most proud of is that, as you had said previously said, I own two businesses. I own a Christian bookstore and I own an accounting and tax firm that specializes in church bookkeeping, payroll and clergy taxes. Both of my businesses are 100 percent debt free. And the reason they are 100 percent debt free is because of the process that I'm getting ready to share with you. So it's not just something I've learned. It's something that I also implement. And I personally cannot ever imagine doing business any other way than the way that I'm getting ready to share, because I promise you it works and it works for either a product based business, which is what my bookstore is, because I have cost of goods. I have to buy material. I have inventory. I have employees that I have to pay. And also for a service based business which is the accounting and the tax work. Okay, so it works for either type of business. So the first thing is, since are most of your clients, are they service-based or is it a mixture of both? A mixture of both. Okay, all right. So this will apply across the board. You may adjust the percentages, okay? But for an example, the bookkeeping business. Um, so first and foremost, if I could give the best tip I could ever give a service-based business is never carry accounts payable. Always get paid for your services up front. I have zero accounts receivable, okay? Um, I don't invoice clients after the work is performed. I always invoice all my clients, monthly bookkeeping and payroll clients. Their bill is paid on the first of the month via bank ACH. And that way I know all month, what my my uh, income is going to be, unless I do extra projects. Um, like I also do 501c3 creation, they either pay the full fee up front, or they can do a, a half at the beginning, and then the other half at completion. Okay, so I never carry an accounts receivable. So because of that, on the first of each month, I take, let's say, um, let's say $4,000 is my income for the month. OK, I have set percentages that I take and I don't know if you're familiar with Dave Ramsey, but he teaches a zero balanced budget. And I do the same. I do the same thing with my businesses. Yeah, I have the same things that I've 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 done from very beginning. I didn't know him until probably two years ago now. But yeah, I was doing the zero based budget and the pay yourself first method together. Yeah. OK, so the very first thing I do is I'll take. $4,000 and I'll multiply that times 60%. Okay. That 60%, that's my draw. That's how much I take out of that $4,000. Okay. All right. That's my income is that, which would be $2,400. 
And then because I'm service-based business and I work out of a home office, I don't have a whole lot of overhead like I do at the bookstore. So my overhead, I keep my, what I call my operating expenses are 20% of that revenue, that total revenue. Okay. Yes. Of the 4,000. Yep. Yes. is 20%. And then self-employment taxes, depending on where you're located in the United States. Okay. In the United States. It works out if you take just 15% of your gross revenue, that will pretty much cover your self-employment taxes for the whole year. Okay. So every time I take a draw, I set aside 15% in an, another checking account. And that's my tax money because one of the most stressful things and one of the things that um, self-employed individuals and entrepreneurs get in trouble with is they get in tax problems because they don't pay estimated taxes or they get to the end of the year and they've got this huge tax bill and they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't see this coming. Well, with this method, every time you get paid, you're setting aside that money in a tax account. And then when those four quarterly estimated tax payments are due, you've got the money right there. That's right. Um, so, and then the last part is I set aside 5% into what I call a profit account. Okay. And then at the end of the quarter, half of the money that's in there stays in the business for whatever future businesses may need. The other half is my money to go do what I want to celebrate my profit. Great. Yes. Yeah, so even if, you know, I've got one client that he's last year, I taught him this method. And last year was the first year out of six years he's been in business that he ever took a draw. He said it was the coolest feeling ever. <laughs> and I'm like, yay, I celebrated with him. But even if, because he's in the construction business. So even if he takes a draw and he ends up having to put it back in the business because the business needs it, that profit draw that he takes on a quarter, he has to take that and spend it on himself. He's not allowed to put that back in the business. All right. That's good. That's fair. I mean, you don't work for not earning anything in return. So you receive the 4000 Do you do that at the beginning of the month or do you do that at the end of the month? When do you start doing your allocation? All of my money comes in on the first. All right. It automatically comes in because I've got everybody on automatic billing. So on the second of each month is when I do my draws and when I do my splits. Okay. And I have separate bank accounts. Um, like the self yeah, the self-employment tax money, it's in a tax account. The operating expenses, it's in an operating fund. And then my profit account goes into a different profit amount. So I never have to worry when it's tax time, do I have the money to pay the taxes? I never have to worry when utilities are due or insurance is due. Do I have the money? It's there. And you'd be amazed at how much stress that relieves because the first time I was in business, the first I had the bookstore um, originally from 2012 to 2017. I was totally green. I had no business opening a business, but I did it anyways. I thought, what the heck? If it doesn't work, I'll just draw unemployment insurance, not knowing business owners can't draw unemployment insurance if their business goes out of business. 
So I, I remember every time monthly sales tax were due or payroll taxes were due or this bill was due, it, it was stressful because I was scrounging around trying to come up with this money. Well, with this plan right here, it's always been there. Yes. I opened Hallmark in 2017. This is 2023, six years later. Again, I don't have any debt whatsoever. No bill has ever gone unpaid. Um, we have been able to pay off all of our personal debt, except for my mortgage. And my mortgage will be paid off seven years early. And it's all due to this. Just dividing this money up and having it there and being a wise steward with it. Um, I do. I am a firm believer in tithing. And we tithe on every draw that I take. We tithe on my husband's income. And I'll be honest, I do believe that God blesses that. And with doing that, keeping him first, and then just using what I call wise stewardship with the finances that he gives us, I believe that's why this process works so well. Yes, thank you very much for sharing. And, and I love what you're saying. Just because I teach my clients how to give your money a purpose. And I always talk about separating your finance, have different buckets for different things. So you know what is there for. And with business at the, at the beginning of my program, I have a module called set yourself up for success. And I talked about having different bucket and creating a habit of allocating some money straight away for your expenses, for your taxes, for yourself, just so that you can see how much you actually have to reinvest or to pay for other things without taking the money that is not yours in the first place because it's the government and it's going to be due very soon. So you don't want to be in that mode of where's the money? I have used it to just purchase a new coach or a new course to learn how to do X, Y, and Z, but you've forgotten that it wasn't all yours to be used. So this is a new way of thinking and there's a new habit that you need to create on how do you allocate the money you receive. Now for coaches or um, sometimes we don't have the money all on the same time. Like there will be money coming into the uh, Stripe account at different time. So they could decide to move from Stripe on the 1st or on the 15th to have different date where they come into your business finance. And then from there you do the allocation that we just talked about with Michelle. So you can still do the system that Michelle is talking to you about by deciding on when you're going to be doing that moving around. Is that correct, Michelle? Absolutely. Yes. They actually, it's recommended that you do it on the 1st and the 15th, but all of my funds for the tax business comes in on the 1st. Now my bookstore, I use this process every week because a lot more funds are coming through the store on a daily basis. So instead of doing it twice a month, I do it every Monday for all of the income received the previous week. So again, my sales tax collected goes into the sales tax account. The profit money is moved. And at the store, I have a payroll account so that I make sure that when it's time for payroll to roll around, that the payroll funds are there. So it really is amazing how it works. And it just it just takes that stress off because being an entrepreneur, as you know, is stressful enough. It comes with its own, you know, its own. It's entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. I have learned that. <laughs> no. 
I have discovered that I think it's for those of us that you just have to have some type of stubborn streak in you. And I, you know, I tell my husband, I was like, don't tell me I can't do something because I will find a way to prove you wrong. <laughs> I can hear myself. <laughs> yeah. I think you need that in entrepreneurship and especially with trying to balance both businesses. It gets overwhelming at times, but I can honestly say the one thing I don't ever worry about, and I'm going to knock on wood on my desk, is I don't ever worry about finances for either business because I know how to set aside. I know what percentages work. I know, uh, you know, we filed taxes this year. I've got the calculations done. I throughout the year, I paid in several tens of thousands of dollars in estimated tax payments. But come tax time, I don't have a tax bill. That's a really cool feeling. It is. To know that I've got, and you can adjust your percentages as you need to. Yes. You know, if 15% in taxes is too much, you can lower it. Or if it's not enough, you can increase it. If your operating expenses are currently a little higher, you can increase that. Or if you've got these puppies under control and you only need 10 or 12%, take that bucket, move it down into your profit account and, you know, increase your profit there. So you've got 100, 100 points here. You've got 100%. So you can adjust those as you need to. Absolutely. And this is what I want you to remember from this. We are giving you percentage, but what the key thing is, is to learn the habit of separating your money. And then depending on which business you are and how your expenses are, how much you want to pay yourself, then you can decide what you want to do with it. It's all personal to you, but we want you to understand that you need to get organized in order for you to feel confident and less overwhelmed or stressed. And this is one way of managing your business and i do the same with my personal finance and this is what i teach my clients with the zero base budget and the pay yourself first method when you give yourself different bucket so that you know you can spend your money guilt-free because your priority are already been taken care of you also put god first so you need to also be there giving with a generous heart because he's the provider we are only the steward here on earth Right. So don't ever forget this. The more success you have, the more responsibility you have to keep your heart and your mind fixed on Jesus. Don't start to chase after more money or after more success because you're missing the point. We are here to glorify God and to make sure that the money that we receive, we're going to be using it for his glory. To take care of your family first, because that's what he's asking us to do, but to also take care of the kingdom and other people he may put on your heart. So you got to remember, the money we have has a specific purpose in God's kingdom. So are you asking him for what we need to do with it? Or are you starting to be like, whoa, I have so much now it's going to be all about me. So remember this. Yeah, that's cool. And I like that because that's the reason my podcast is called Bookkeeping with a Purpose. It's not just, we're not just in business to make money. We're in business to help make the world a better place by what we do and the clients that we help. Absolutely right. And I totally agree. And when you have to pay taxes, I want you to also shift your mindset because if you are paying taxes, that's mean that you are being, you are making a profit. So praise the Lord for it because that's mean that you're not negative. 
you actually have more than you need to run your business and to pay yourself as well. And if you think like I shouldn't be paying for my taxes, can you go back to Romans 13, 6 to 8? And Jesus says to the Pharisee, pay your taxes too. For these are the same reason. For government workers need to be paid. They are serving God in what they do. Give to everyone what you owe them. Pay your taxes and government fees to those who collect them and give respect and honor to those who are in authority. Owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another. If you love your neighbor, you will fulfill the requirement of the law. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Yes. So you got to remember that because this is very important. I know I have been working with entrepreneurs. I don't want to pay my taxes. Why did the government take all of this? Just shift your mindset on that and praise the Lord for giving you more than you needed to run your business. Right. And I always remind my clients, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God. That's right. You know, I said, Jesus himself said, pay your taxes. Absolutely. You know, get, get what is due. So, yes, and that is absolutely true because I have a lot of clients who are like, well, we don't want to have to pay taxes at the end of the year. And I'm like, well, if you don't pay in self-employment taxes, you have nothing to draw on later, you know? So just be thankful that you're making money. And if it just, it all depends upon how you handle that money during the year, whether you feel like you've actually made anything. And I think, again, by following this process, by tithing first and realizing, as you said, that we are stewards of God's money, that the funds, the income that we have is a gift from God. And he gives us the ability to generate income and wealth. And what we do with that income, it honors him. Yeah, 100 percent. So just. Be a good steward of all that you receive and with little or a lot, just be faithful with what you have in your hand. That's the most important things. And don't look at your neighbors and starting to covet or to want what they have. You are on your own lane. God has a purpose for your business and for you. And there will be clients that he have lined up just for you to serve because you're the, the person that they are praying for. So don't ever give up on doing what is good. Keep up the good work and at the right time you will reap the harvest for God's glory. So that's a very important things. So Michelle, I would like to ask you, please, can you tell us a little bit more about your amazing freebie? Yes, thank you. We are offering um, a free download called Six Step Process for Doing Business God's Way. And my motto for the business is whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord and not for people from Colossians 3:23. And I just go through and I give you six steps of how you can do business God's way. Um, and that's, of course, that's going to start with prayer. Um, everything starts with prayer. We have got to spend time in the word um, daily with the Lord to know what he wants us to do in life and in business. OK, it's not this is my personal life. This is my business life. This is my, you know, my uh, social life or whatever. It's all one life because we all serve one God. He's always with us, regardless of where we go. So I just give you six things that have worked for me, six steps that I believe 
will make a difference if you will be intentional on these things and pay attention to them, that it will help you to do business God's way. Thank you very much. I cannot wait for you to grab it and have a look at it. And as Michelle said, pray, pray, pray. Seek the kingdom of God first above all else. That's the very important things. Do you have any last word? I don't. I just, I thank you for doing this. I'm excited for my launch coming up. And I, um, it, this has been a cool experience for me. I was a little nervous. <laughs> so I, um, hopefully I was able to um, help. I, I do want to say real quickly that if anyone has a product-based um, business, this also works, but make sure you take off your cost of goods first from your top revenue and then after you subtract your cost of goods sold, then do your percentages. Yes, good points. That's right. Yes. So make sure you do that. And again, that's what I do for the bookstore. And it's still, it works out beautifully. Yes. And like Michelle say, if this is your case, you can do the allocation every week. So you can decide one day, which I call money date. And then you, you have that on your calendar. And then on that day, you look at what has come the week before, and then you do your allocation for that week. All right. So everything regarding Michelle, I will link that for the freebie, for where you can contact her for the podcast. I will have the link there for you. It will be in my description. So thank you so much, Michelle. It was a pleasure having you. It was, Coach Raina. Thank you so much. I appreciate and I'm honored that you asked. Thank you. So bye, everybody. And if you have any question, you know, you can DM me and then I can also relay that to Michelle in any way. You take care. Bye. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know by leaving a review and don't forget to share the podcast so others can find it too. If you're ready to steward your money wisely and shift your money mindset, Jump on a free call so you can get some clarity on what you should be doing next to reach your money goal, become financially confident and honor God. I cannot wait to talk to you. It's time to create fun money habit, let go of your money blocks and let God heal your relationship with money. But remember, true wealth is found in Christ alone. Have a blessed day.